there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then just, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I am Salty. I'm Cam. What's going on, boys? Oh, you know, you know, you know. What's that? What's that? Oh. You doing Tiny Cam voice again? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. All good, boys. Okay, <laughs> uh, oh. shrunken down. Who was that? That was a tiny little version of me. <laughs> uh, I think we've got a case of the Saturday Sillies, boys. It is uh, a Saturday Sillies. Hey, we've been in lockdown for a long time. Yeah, uh, it's you know you're allowed to get a this, little bit silly as a treat. This was supposed to be a quick one. What the, the, lockdown? the lockdown? I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's that bloody coronavirus, Cam. What are we going to do with it? I say send it packing, get it to the curb. Yep. Uh, it's a bit of a, we're starting a little bit later this afternoon than we normally would because Robbo had to attend the anti-lockdown protest. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Attended it from my couch. It went good. Uh, they went past the brewery uh, that we just had on the podcast, the beer podcast. Uh, one of the live streamers got a little shot of the brewery. I took a go. screenshot and sent it to them. Good guerrilla marketing. Yeah. <laughs> they were actually, I think they were open because it's Oktoberfest and they're like doing mostly German beers. And like today they're like, oh, you know, get the last of our Oktoberfest packs today. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. No, it's not good. It's not so good. <laughs> uh, anyway, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about Atlantis, oh. a mythical city under the sea. Have we talked? Have we talked anything about Atlantis before? Uh, I think of. We might have mentioned Atlantis before because we have talked a bit about theosophy and like Madame Blavatsky in the past, and so Atlantis definitely comes into theosophic, theosophical stuff. Mm. So it's definitely got a mention. We should have. Mm. We surely would have mentioned it at some time, talking about the whole like ancient civilizations that were in all the different countries. Mm. Yeah, like, and I think Nazis. We've yeah, come across some Nazis. Mm. Atlantis. I did not realize that Atlantis still got people so hot and bothered. Does it? It does. So I I did an interview on my show about Nazis the other day. With uh, with a archaeologist, a real archaeologist, and but I was talking to her about pseudo archaeology, mm. and so Atlantis did come up, and 
after we did the show, I think there must have been some doco about Atlantis that was airing on like the History Channel or whatever. Which, for those people that say Atlantis is not real, why would it be on the the History Channel if it wasn't yeah. real? I lost. I watched a couple of those, and Jesus Christ, the History but, um, Channel was built. I think she said something like, "Oh, you know, Atlant. Basically, Atlantis isn't real." <laughs> and all of these people are like tweeting at her, like, "Yo, you fucking communist." <laughs> <laughs> how dare you it's like geez louise so I guess, down. Yeah, going back to the start of it all is plato right yeah 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 plato wrote about the city that was engulfed by the earth basically in the ocean way back in fucking plato times yeah yeah is this uh, like ancient, the, ancient history is this mm. like the first straw man is this what plato's been cooking up I think, no, Plato invented a whole civilization to get mad at. Yeah, basically. that's the thing. It's, it's <laughs> like on Twitter, making up a guy to get mad at. Plato yeah, invented yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah, he, I think it, it, he told of a story that apparently one of his students told him being passed down from uh, someone from Egypt. Like, historically, this happened, you know, centuries ago. Yeah, and it was like the civilization that did all the wrong things. Mm. And it was like like stood in opposition to Athens. So Athens is doing all the right things, but you know these Atlanteans are doing all the wrong things. And you just know that when he was telling the story, like Atlantis was getting the dumb the dumb guy voice. So, <laughs> Hello, I'm Atlantis. Yeah. Um, Aristotle <laughs> believed that Plato, uh, who was Aristotle's teacher, invented Atlantis to teach philosophy. Yeah. Which I thought he was doing already, so mm. I just, yeah, I thought it was a dumb observation from Aristotle. That's why he was a student, I guess. Maybe as a nation we should have a lot of hubris. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, over the years I have they've found off the coast of Greece places that have been sunken, right? Like bits of peninsulas that had buildings and stuff that are now underwater. Yeah. Do you think one of these students just saw that and was like, Fuck, mate, you should have seen that bit of the city out there just sunk into the ocean. And he's like, you know what? Bloody good yarn, that one. I'm just going to spin it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Put it in one of my books. Yeah, maybe. Like, could I be mean, based I think on something, in fact. Things things fall into the ocean. Yeah. That's just science. Yeah. yeah. It's gravity and water. Um, he, it was actually a good article in like news.com.au, like I think it was Adelaide Now that I read this, that was about the Nazi side of it, but um, it had a good, a good kind of overall background into Atlantis, uh, and, but it said that some people argue that Plato was weaving together a broad patchwork of stories into a fresh tale, in much the same way as George R. R. Martin pulled together many historical elements, be they geographic, cultural, or mythological, into his blockbuster Game of Thrones series. Uh, which I thought was, it, it reflects the time that this was written, like 2017 or something. Yeah. <laughs> and even before him, didn't Tolkien, like, wasn't a lot of what he wrote based on England? Yeah. Like, I think you can't really write fantasy without looking at some sort of know, reference. Yeah. You don't look at, you start writing fantasy and go, oh, I'm not going to include any of swords because. You know, you're going to look at all the times other people have used swords. 
But like in 2000 and years, like let's say the Game of Thrones series still exists as a piece of literature. If he ever finishes that last bloody book, maybe. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe when it comes out in 2000 years. But well, who's to say that people aren't going to look at that and be like, oh, so George R.R. R. Martin, was, like was this was based on reality. Mm. Mm. No, I don't think people are going to. You don't reckon? You no, don't reckon? Like, where was that big ice wall? Which which <laughs> continent was it on? Uh, well, I mean, maybe if in two thousand years people are idiots. Oh well, I mean, we're certainly not seeing a trend towards that, are we? Uh, touche, <laughs> touche. Uh, th- this one that I was reading was about it was about the uh, the Nazis because the Nazis went to try and find it. Mm. Uh, Himmler and someone else, but it mentioned cosmic ice theory, which is one of the so I guess all the theories are that it was a volcano or something, right? That that sunk Atlantis or their own hubris. Yeah, either a volcano or maybe earthquakes. And the gods did it, maybe? Yeah. They're like, how do well, you ta- attack Athens? So it was founded by Poseidon. Oh right. The city. Which I think is a good little clue for those who are trying to work out, you know, is this real or not? Maybe that the start of the story is that the god of the sea <laughs> started this civilization could be a little clue that maybe it was just a you know a metaphor yeah but lots of places have you know stories of mythical foundings but mm. they still exist see maybe poseidon built atlantis on the earth on the surface because he needed like a dry dock yeah and his plan was always to put it underwater yeah because that was my other thing it's like Oh, how convenient that Poseidon founded the civilization and then it sunk into the sea. Yeah. <laughs> he just had to build it on the dry dock first. Yeah. Or maybe they, they accidentally tasked him with building it. Hey, we need a new city. Poseidon, are you up to anything? Like, nah, got nothing going on at all. Oh, you want to go? He's like, yeah. yeah. And then when it sunk, ah. We should never let that fucking guy <laughs> we knew her do God. that. Like, every civilization he builds sinks. Yeah. yeah. Why do we keep getting caught out by this? Yeah, we should have known he would have nothing, know nothing about earthly foundations. <laughs> um, the other theory is the cosmic ice theory. Have you guys ever heard of this? Yeah, no. we've talked about this before. Have we? Have we? What is it? Uh, so it's like it was Nazi science. Yeah. Um, it was this uh, Nazi scientist. It was like their alternative uh, idea of like atoms, basically. Mm. Uh because they sort of, you know, Einstein had said a qu- quite a bit about how atoms and things worked and they were a bit sus on that for obvious reasons. Mm. And so they came up with this alternative theory, which is uh, world ice theory, which is basically the building blocks of everything is ice. Mm. <laughs> and it's so stupid. And it's like, like, you know that there must have been Nazi scientists who were like so cut that Jews had worked out atoms. Because they're like, we've got to do this fucking ice shit. <laughs> but, like, if they'd won the war, there were going to be, like, ice theory museums. Like, there was a plan for, like, a gigantic four-story museum dedicated to ice theory. But, yeah, everything's just ice and, like, different varieties of ice. <laughs> um, yeah, so their theory is that, or how it relates to Atlantis is, uh, a giant ice ball because all the stars in this theory are, are made out of ice. Yeah, it's all ice. Right. Um, and it, it blasted and, and smashed into Atlantis, sunk it, and then bounced back 
And guess what happened to that ice ball? It's the moon? It became what we know now as the moon. Wow. Uh, which is hilarious. It's like, boing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the Nazis never found it. No, but part of the reason they were looking, so Plato came up with this thing. Then down the track, uh, Madame Blavatsky and the Theosophists sort of incorporated it into their idea about root races. So they had this idea that... Uh, so who's quickest? Yeah. <laughs> Robbo. <laughs> it's an Australian podcast. You cannot say root races. And bloody let that, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, they had this idea that uh, humanity, there were all of these different races that had made up humanity over the eons. And so I think the third root race were the Lemurians and then uh, the Atlanteans were the fourth root race. And now the fifth root race were the Aryans, mm. uh, who you might have heard of. But then one day, thousands of years from now, the sixth root race would come along and replace the Aryan. So there would be this sort of um, evolution of humanity. But so the reason that the Nazis were so keen on Atlantis was if you can go out and find Atlantis, you can prove that this root race shit is real, mm. which proves that the whole idea of there being this superior Aryan race is also real. And... Yeah, they were quite keen on that for obvious reasons. They went to Tibet to try and find it. Did you guys know this? Yeah, like they had a division of the SS whose job was to go out and do this Raiders of the Lost Ark shit. <laughs> yeah, so their, and their theory was that Tibet was like so isolated from um, the rest of the world that there might be evidence of the original Aryan race there and maybe some people there. So they went got like the chief skull measurer to go measure a bunch of people in Tibet to see if they had Aryan skulls. They did not. No. Um, yeah, that whole Nazi stuff is always just, every time I read about it, I'm like, yeah, right. It's crazy they did all that stuff. Yeah, bad dudes. Um, bad dudes, yeah. I mean, that's certainly not the worst stuff they did. No, I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, so I, the idea of Atlantis kind of didn't really pop back up again and like it kind of drifted around, you know, fringe theories and stuff, but it was, there was a book in the 1800s that I, I came across called The Antediluvian World, um, which is by Ignatius someone. Mm -hmm. Did you guys come across this? No, I like the word yeah. antediluvian though. Yeah. yeah tell us more. Uh, Ignatius L. Donnelly, um, he basically thought it was factual and wrote a book about it. Um, but he, the reason I'm kind of noting him is because he once, he also wrote a book about um, the Shakespeare Francis Bacon theory. Yeah. Uh, he pushed that one out there as well as, as being being true. Um, yeah, he was a kind of interesting guy, but he, he wrote, wrote another one about Ragnarok, the Age of Fire and Gravel. Um he you basically believe that Atlantis existed um, and uh, it was the original seat of Aryan. So he was on the the, the Aryan tip on that one um, and it perished in a terrible convulsion of nature in which it, uh, the entire island sunk. And that kind of kicked off modern versions and that's where the Nazis have picked up, obviously, if someone's writing about 
Atlantis being full of Aryans, the Nazis can be interested. It seems to have stemmed from him. So, Robbo, you watched uh, some of this History Channel stuff. Did you learn anything about the history? Oh, the History Channel is so bad. <laughs> I... Did you just pivot into watching that Ancient Aliens? Yeah, I watched a little bit of that. It had, you know, the guy from the Aliens meme? Yeah. yeah. He popped up. Um, but I, I particularly, especially watched one about some, um, some metal that they found. Oh, I didn't write down what it was called. I've got so much information about it, and I don't write down. Don't know what it was called. Oh, Orakalkos, Aracal- uh, which is apparently some super rare metal that is only found in Atlantis or people used, you know, in that time. I feel we've talked about this before. Yeah. Okay. So, and they found some, and this is what the the history thing was about. Well, they found a whole bunch of uh, metal ingots in a sunken ship. In 2017, um, which they did, they found this kind of you know unusual alloy, and everyone's like, "Whoa, that's pretty cool." Um, but I went on to, and I, there's a guy talking about it who was he he also sent me on a sidetrack because he's um, he was talking about all well, this. This exhibition was funded by the Association for Research and Enlightenment, right? Uh, which had planes and stuff, and they were doing this whole kind of way to find. Atlantis, and then I went on a rabbit hole of the Association for Research and Enlightenment because you hear that and you're like, "Wow, that's us!" You know, who are the, who are these people? And mm. that was um, so. I, mean, I just went this huge rabbit hole about the founder of it, which I think we should almost do a whole episode on, um, mm-hmm. called Edgar Case, who was this clairvoyant in America. Oh yeah, um, I know that name too. He was a sleep clairvoyant, apparently. Um, but he'd like fall asleep, and then he could diagnose people's. Um, or he could absorb all these books or the information of a book if he, was, if he slept on it. And then he could also diagnose people's uh, ailments if he was under hypnosis. So, like, he'd work in tandem with a, a hypnotist everywhere he went to hypnotise them, and then he would diagnose people's sickness. Um, a couple of notable things about him from Wikipedia. Uh, it says he found it very difficult to keep his mind on lessons at school. Uh, which I don't know what that's evidence of, because I think that's everyone. Mm. Uh, but that, that <laughs> join, the, join the club, dear. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's super like, oh, I was gifted. I re- you know, I really tra- struggled at school because I was too diff- gifted. Put that in my yeah. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, so he failed a spelling test and uh, his father ruthlessly tested him for spelling uh, as a, as a result of that, like he really, his father really wanted him to be good at spelling for some reason. Well, uh, so that he can spell things correctly. Yeah, that's I, true. I wasn't failing spelling tests, I'll say that. <laughs> uh, eventually knocking him out of his chair with exasperation. At that point, Case heard the voice of the lady who had appeared to him the day before. Uh, he saw someone the day before. She told him that if he could sleep a little, they could help him. He begged for a rest and put his head on the spelling book. When his father came back into the room and woke him up, he knew all the answers. In fact, he could repeat anything in the book. His father thought that he'd been falling before and knocked him out of the chair again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eventually, Case Threat used all his school books that way. Uh, and by 1892, Case uh, was the, the best student in class. Uh, and on being questioned, Case told the teacher he saw pictures of the pages and books. His father became proud of his accomplishment and knocked him out of the chair. <laughs> no. Uh, resulting in Case becoming different from his peers. Um, then he became, got the ability to diagnose people in his sleep. 
Um, he was struck in the spine, at the base of the spine, by a, a ball in a school game, after which he began to ex- act very strangely, which is, a, again, a weird thing to put in by, you know, a kid that falls to sleep on books and absorbs them. Uh, mm. And then they're saying something else but, he's doing strange. Then he started acting strange. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so he was put to bed and he went to sleep and then diagnosed the cure in his sleep, which his family prepared and cured him. Uh, his father boasted his son was the greatest fellow in the world when he's asleep. Uh, then he lost that ability for several years. Uh, and then he, yeah, he teamed up with a, a hypnotist, John Duncan Quackenboss, which is a great name for a hypnotist. Uh, and then, but he was in New York, so then he, did, he recommended another hypnotist. He went through about three or four hypnotists. Um, but he, he refused to take any money for these diagnoses he would do. Uh, but he, so he decided to invent a game called Pit, which is a stock trading game. Have you guys ever played this game? Oh, it seems a little, is it like a famous one? Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. it's been around for years. You just yell at everyone. Yeah. The first time I saw it, my um, my sister and her family were playing it. And like, uh, they're they're pretty quiet, you know. They're not allowed people. Not when they're on the bloody fiction, the fictional stock floor, though. Oh my lord! Like, because <laughs> so, the whole point of the game is you yell at everyone. To, I got this. I got this. You got what do you got? I need to this. And they just all started screaming at each other. It's like I have no idea what's happening here. Sounds fucking awful. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, this guy invented it apparently as well. But then it's also not clear apparently because there was like five or six other games exactly like it at the time. Uh, and so that was kind of controversial. But he never got any money for that. Um, uh, then in many trance sessions, uh, he reinterpreted the history of Earth. Um, he talks about the five human races and how they uh, were created separately and lived in uh, different parts of the Earth. And he also talked about Atlantis um, and aliens and the red race developed in Atlantis by the aliens. Um, so then the foundation that this guy started is still going. Oh, and good. It's, and it's funding... And it's got a long Wikipedia page. This is the Association for Research and Enlightenment. Um, and they're able to fund exhibitions, expeditions looking for Atlantis. Uh, yeah, so that's Edgar Case. Anyway, on one of these expeditions, uh, or related, or on the episode of History Channel that I was watching, they found this metal that uh, you know no one knows where it came from, and it's this unique alloy uh, that's, that's made up of, like, you know, 70% copper or 5% zinc or whatever. Mm. Um, well, it sounds like they might have a little bit of an idea of <laughs> what it's made of. Yeah, they know exactly what it's made of. And I, I looked on uh, Reddit Blacksmiths, the Blacksmiths subreddit. Oh, here we go. Uh, and someone's asking about it. They're like, what's going on with this? This you know, mysterious thing they found. Yeah, and this, the, this the, never before seen alloy. Yeah, the top comment is, this stuff isn't mysterious, it's brass. <laughs> <laughs> Given, given the high zinc content, it's close to yellow brass, which is about a third zinc. It is no more legendary than writing, which Cadmus also believed by the Greeks to have invented, along with just about every kind of metalwork. Just a sensationalist title with Atlantis gobbledygook in the first paragraph for clickbait. Fucking owned with knowledge by Reddit, mm. the Blacksmith subreddit. <laughs> oh, blacksmiths. Um, someone also wanted a ring made out of it. Uh, this is in the metalworking subreddit. And the person, the reply was that brass is going to tarnish, turning brown and discoloring your fingers. Mm. Plus, anything with nickel or copper has the poss- possibility of causing allergy. 
not to mention the toxicity and an irritation from the lead or the possibility <laughs> of rust from iron. I don't think it would be suitable for a ring. Yeah. Can you just couldn't you just get a dodgy copper ring like down at the at Bunnings? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, they dedicated so much time to this. So it was like a whole six or seven minute segment on that. Um, and they could have solved all of their problems by just jumping on R slash blacksmiths. Yeah, yeah, a font of knowledge. Um, have you guys watched any of this ancient history, history channel stuff over the years? Yeah. No, I, don't think, I don't think I've ever checked it out. It's surprisingly cooked. Yeah. Like... You know, all of that stuff I described was like they're presenting it as fact, basically. Yeah, there's just a heap of cooked stuff that gets presented as fact, and it's like this could maybe be a clue as to why the people have gotten so cooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like when over the past you know, couple of decades, the this channel dedicated to history pivoted into being dedicated to conspiracy theories, essentially pseudoscience. Just, just um, a thought. I also had a look at uh, Ask Historians for information about Atlantis mm-hmm. on Reddit as well. Someone in the comments, and basically everyone was like, yeah, it's, you know, there's no evidence of anything. Um, <clears throat> but one person commented saying, until we have a definitive lockdown on the location of Atlantis, which I expect to happen in the next five to ten years, and then someone's like, uh, that's a bold statement. What makes you think that? I cannot go into too much detail. I think I've already said too much, and certain interest groups in archaeology would not want this knowledge to get out. But people have the right to know, so I'm telling you. So I'll tell you what I can. Some some scientists studying the Arakalcum find have contacted me and told me they found fossils fossils of animals embedded in the ore, which they then sent to their finest cryptozoologists. <laughs> It turns out the fossils are only found in a certain limited marine biosphere, thus greatly limiting the amount of area that can be that has to be covered by future expeditions. And let us not forget the recent advancements in the field of fields of numerology and astrology by the fine and eminent people who contributed to keeping the so-called myth of Atlantis alive through the sceptical years. Uh, using Deepak Chopra's advancements in the fields of quantum mechanics, we might dis- even discover dis- entangled particles in the Orocalcum that would serve as a compass straight to Atlantis. But I digress. I have said too much already. The cave is out there somewhere. Mm. Uh, this guy posted this like six years ago, and I checked, and he's still very active on Reddit, um, mostly in the Netherlands subreddit. I, I didn't translate it, but he did seem to be translating episodes of Taskmaster uh, <laughs> into, into Dutch. Into Dutch uh, <laughs> as something he's up to. So it seems the people that were trying to keep the secret never got to him, and he could keep spouting the secret online. Yeah, as well um, as providing an important Taskmaster-related service to the people of the Netherlands. Hey, yeah. it's a good show. People want to see it, and they want to see all the different versions. So, yeah, um, that's that's the Reddit take on Atlantis. I came. I think my favorite take that I came across was Ulf Erlingson's take. Oh yeah. Atlantis? Just Ireland. Right. <laughs> that's, that's, it? That, that's it. Okay. It's just Ireland. Uh, so he has based it on, because well, all of this, the, I think the, the, you know, Plato put in some detail. He's like, you know, it was this long, it was this wide or whatever. Uh, and I think also maybe over the years, 
some of that detail got embellished maybe by other people, but he's mm. gone he's gone and taken all those numbers and being like, that's fucking Ireland bros. <laughs> Man. So yeah, right. Is he Irish? Who's this guy? Uh he's like uh Swedish or something. Or Norwegian. Oof. Right. Erlingson. Uh, he's just uh, just matches. It's gotta be Ireland. Yeah, right. You'd be pretty disappointed. No offense to Ireland. But like, you know, if 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 say the advance the Association for Enlightenment and Research found it. Yeah. They're like, ah. Oh. oh, it was just Ireland the whole yeah. time. <laughs> I guess we'll get a we'll get a Guinness while we're here. Yeah. Also, I don't I feel like if you were the Irish people, you might be like, hang on a second. What was this whole thing about us being like the the shittiest nation in the world? <laughs> But, which was the whole point of this? Yeah, no, but they were like, also they were also strong and rich and stuff. Yeah, they were just they just had too much. They were dicks. They were the the, the most dick nation in the world. Which is kind of the opposite to Ireland now. Yeah, very like, chill. Yeah, very chill. Unless you're talking about like Conor McGregor. That dude has no chill, does he? No, no. you could say that he is, you know, the perfect Atlantean. Mm. I guess describing. He's a bit hubristic too, isn't he? Describing Irish as chill is probably not the right description for Irish people. (laughs) (laughs) Just they're basically the Hawaiians. (laughs) The chill vibes. Yeah. Uh, Famously chill nation. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But if 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 you were to just say that they're chill, then that's something you could say. Yeah. Anyway, cut that. Okay. Um, I came across a question. This is uh, on the Smithsonian YouTube channel, which mm-hmm. is a Smithsonian's a you know a credible place. Um, but the video was: Did Atlantis really have indoor plumbing? Question mark. <laughs> and I'm like, well, this doesn't seem right because you guys should be pretty clear on that Atlantis didn't exist. And basically, they were just showing like his. Things from history, um, you know, around kind of the Mediterranean and architecture of different times and how, you know, how it was used. And I think something about Plato, in Plato he said they had sophisticated methods for, uh, you know, wastewater or something. Maybe not those words, but, uh, and some of the architecture from history kind of matches, you know, plumbing. but it was uh, it just seemed to be like a clickbait title, and hey, it worked because I watched it. Yeah, they they baited you, mate. Yep, yep, um, yeah. Is that it? Definitely an alive Atlantis discourse out there at the moment. <laughs> so yeah, has it come back? And are people? Like, what are people saying now? Then I th- I don't know if there's anything new, but it's yeah. There's just people going around and being like, oh, I found you know, I found this thing somewhere that must have must have been them. I found some old stuff. Must have been the Atlanteans. Yeah, right. Has anyone, have we seen anyone tired into current, you know, Donald COVID? Or, yeah, or something. Like, <laughs> no. you know, how everything's just being rolled into Donald Trump saving the world somehow. I can say with 100% certainty that that exists out there. I just didn't find it in my travels. This is something that Steph Harmhofer mentioned to me in my interview with her the other day on 3CR is if like you look at those the QAnon conspiracy maps you know like the the big one that has every conspiracy ever and how they're all sort of linked mm. 
Atlantis is like right up there. Mm. It's it all it all sort of starts with Atlantis, so it's it is very much part of the conspiracy landscape. The Donald J. Trump Atlantis Neptune connection. This is on Keys to Cosmic Doorways Facebook. Uh, there's a lot in here, but basically he purchased some, some resorts on an island that was called Atlantis or something. Uh, but then they've done the Gematria, Royal Towers, 1776. Yep. I don't think this is Gematria. It's something. Um, Trump's current Florida mansion is called Mar Lago, Mar Lord Lago Lake Sea, mm-hmm. Lord of the Sea, Neptune. William Shakespeare said this in Macbeth. Famous historical record, Macbeth. Yeah. Uh, will all great Neptune's ocean wash this blood clean from my hand? No, this is my hand. Or rather the multitude, uh, it's a big word, sees in, oh my God, incarnadine making the green one red. Sorry to Shakespeare fans out there. Um, Donald J., J. Trump is great Neptune equals 322. 322 is the number of completion and transition. 322 is the number that moves us from death to life. 322 is the number of the Skull and Bones Society. Trump is Neptune equals 1019 equals 911. Yeah. Neptune's kingdom equals 1122, the day Kennedy was assassinated. Ooh. Um, bloody, bloody, bloody. So, yeah, Donald J. Trump is great Neptune. Simple geometria equals 322. So I don't know it, what they're... Um, it's also simple. <laughs> World Trade Center 1 was 1,368 feet tall. Uh, Atlantis Paradise Island in English Gematria equals 1368. It doesn't say what the outcome of all this is, though. It's all just connected, man. I feel like uh, picking pick a Gematria lane, you can't just be jumping between Jewish, simple, and English Gematrias. <laughs> you got you to pick, pick your one. People do that all the time, though. Yeah, I know. I don't don't like it. Um, Deep State delivers Mueller report on Trump. Uh, Mueller delivered the report. Uh, It's over, 322. It's not clear why this infographic exists. I thought I'd get to a conclusion by the end, but I didn't. (laughs) There's that 322 again, though. Yeah. Well, that's the only three. Oh, March 22 was when the report was delivered. So, bloody Mueller. Mueller's in on it. Classic Mueller. Alrighty. Well, if that's Atlantis, we've had it. Sure have. Uh, people can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash hypothepod. Thank you to Tammy, our cooked at $33 sponsor. Thank you. You can also find us on Twitter at hypothepod. We're on Facebook if you like if you like uh, being part of the whole Facebook machine. Robbo, where can I get you? You can get me at Ale of a Time and aleofatime.com. Salty? Uh, you can get me at andrewsaltmarsh.com and at saltmarsh on Twitter and Instagram. And you can get me at sexenheimer on Twitter and my other podcasts are Yena Passaran and Gather Around Me. Check them out. Bye. 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 Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. Supply contains mind altering drugs. Don't worry about a thing, except whether or not Port Arthur was a false.
Coles flag operation in which to disarm Australia.